The Mr. Nelson Show. Brought to you by Nelson Theater, where you will find at selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find my poor man's mystery science theater treatment of old movies that are pretty crappy. But guess what? You get to watch them with me. Yes, with my smart-ass commentary, cartoon sound effects, crude bathroom humor, and <laughs> inappropriate laugh tracks. Yes, it's just great fun with your old pal, Mr. Nelson. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson and order some good old crappy movies today. Full films, $1.75. Small short films, 90 cents. Oh my God, it's practically being given away. So help out the Nelson Show and enjoy yourself some destroyed films by yours truly. The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show! Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 173. Uh, I'm a bit under the weather, so a lot of this show will just be some pre-taped stuff I did earlier in the week. (laughs) Oh, man, I don't know what in the world this is, but I was fine this morning. I did exercise and everything, and then all of a sudden, wave of nausea. I don't know if you remember the the underdog cartoon, but there was an episode where, uh, I guess it was Simon Bar Sinister <laughs> did something to him, and he was saying that, I feel fine when I lie down, but when I sta- uh, stand up, things spin round and round. So, yeah, that's kind of the situation here. I had a sort of, I took a nap and when I woke up, I felt a little bit better. Then when I stood up, I, oh, it's not over. And I had a slight sore throat. I don't really have one now, but I'm just not in the mood to bring out Red and Lefty. <laughs> uh, I was even going to do a segment with uh, Mr. Sex Ed. I think I will still do it because a lot of this stuff ends up being dialogue for videos. And a lot of that never even makes it onto this show. I did pre-tape one with uh, Red Neckerton, so that'll be in the show later on. Also, Bubba Stargon will be here. Uh, but Mr. Sex Ed, I was going to weigh in on the whole James Gunn uh, <laughs> scandal. Um, the James Gunn uh, uh, deal uh, brings up a uh, the a discussion on the principles of free speech. Now, of course, immediately uh, people will say, well, you know, it refers to what the government can or cannot do to you. So it cannot deny your right to speak. It, you know, it can't arrest you because you said something against the president or something like that. And that's all well and good. Uh, but if the principle uh, of free speech isn't upheld, then how long will the law be? And uh, so that's where you get uh, where we have a lot of uh, 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 thought vigilantism going around, uh, trying to shame people and to condemn them and get them fired for a multitude of things. Uh, but in the case of James Gunn, boy, oh boy, uh, there's there's just some areas you just don't go to, but people do. 
And that, of course, was the subject of pedophilia. He had other jokes in there that were seen, I believe, were homophobic and uh, jokes about the, the Holocaust and stuff like that. And maybe a few racist ones, I can't remember. Uh, but a lot of uh, the pedophile jokes, which weren't even particularly jokes, there didn't seem to be much of a, a punchline, uh, which was a bit disturbing. I guess the idea is that it's so shocking that it's a, an absurdity of some sort. Um, and the, the only amount I saw was about 15 in total, I believe. Uh, but of course the man deleted 10,000 tweets. So <laughs> it, it could be worse than we thought. There was one that was pretty disturbing where he linked to a video that he titled, or the title of it was, uh, pubescent girls touching themselves, which turned out to be, uh, some young girls singing the divinals. I touch myself song, which in and of itself is, kind of on the edge but uh it made it sound like he left up a link to some kitty porn which uh he didn't um but uh, it in it, you know gathered together with everything else it uh it kind of piles on plus there there is the aspect that a lot of this happened over a course of several years i mean there was some from 2009 looked like some for 2011 and i think the latest might have been 2013 or 2012 i can't quite remember but somewhere thereabouts he hasn't done any recently anything like that um but uh it it all put together like that it it, it produces the image that he's obsessed with it but it is still a lot so i and then again i don't know what the ten thousand tweets were yeah boy if he's really harping on that uh does he have some kind of compulsion here is he into this you know um that's the thing about oh if anyone makes one joke about pedophilia there you oh there you go he's automatically a pedophile and so there was quite a few uh michael ian black they made one about him uh Patton oswalt who actually was making a play on the words that was the joke where he was talking about uh people obsessed with uh, podiatry or uh, the feet that's what you know like a foot fetish or something and that was the joke um but there again is well you can't joke about it. Well, his joke is pretty mild and tame in comparison to with uh, James Gunn, who was literally saying, "Well, I just banged a boy or whatever, something like that," and uh, toying around with that. It's just why would you? And he says, "Well, I was trying to be edgy and I was trying to be provocative and and all that, and I I thought that stuff was funny back then. But I'm a changed man now, and that's his statement now, and uh." Yes, since I don't know what the 10,000 tweets were, can I give him an out on that? You know, uh, not a big fan of James Gunn. I did not like the Guardians movies. I thought they were the weakest of the Marvel product. Uh, I tended to like the second one more than the first one, which is the opposite of everybody else. Uh, I did like uh, Thor Ragnarok, which is basically uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. <laughs> in tone and manner and everything. So I guess the guy who did that movie should take over the, the franchise. But, um, so I, a lot of people were just like horribly upset because he was going to, apparently he was going to oversee the next wave kind of, uh, of Marvel movies dealing with outer space and the cosmic world of the Marvel characters. Cause there's a, there's plenty of those beyond just the superheroes that, uh, Jack Kirby came up with. And so I guess he was going to look into that 
and expand it beyond just the you know the Guardians movies and that sort of thing. But not anymore. I uh, got fired, and it's a tough situation here for someone like me who wants to stand on the principle of free speech, but on the, at the same time, I do recognize a business's right to hire and fire who they want. If they don't want to be associated with someone they find repugnant, they shouldn't have to. And uh, but uh, here again, uh, you didn't know this guy. <laughs> You know, um, I, when nobody goes and reads his, uh, his tweets. So there's a lot of this stuff was floating around for years and no one noticed. Uh, and then he becomes a big deal and he got himself in trouble because guess what? Well, he's one of these guys who likes to point at people and say, see, that person's a disgusting person and should be fired and not be followed or what have you. And, uh, he certainly, he got on the bandwagon, bandwagon, uh, with Roseanne, uh, when she got fired. And, uh, just recently Roseanne tweeted out, I'm disgusted to read all of the support for James Gunn's pedophile jokes. Well, I don't think anyone actually supported the jokes other than to say it was just a joke and it shouldn't be taken seriously. Uh, but still he's getting a lot of support. And then she goes on as the same people, uh, supporting him supported blacklisting me for a joke they didn't even understand now uh she put out a video earlier where she said look i thought uh, valerie jarrett was white i i guess people are choosing not to believe that but i believe it because i thought she was white too i did not know that she was black i didn't know who her father was and all i knew she was uh from a family in chicago that was kind of you know some of the muckety mucks there uh, big wigs or what have you and uh i knew that she had been born in iran but that doesn't really <laughs> translate into uh african-american here and so of course she Roseanne had done the joke that she Valerie Jarrett is, uh, looks like, uh, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. And that's what she said. And well, she gets fired with probably within a few hours. Uh, James Gunn, I guess, took a day or two or what have you. I don't know. Uh, but immediately th this thing came to be about, well, if only, uh, Roseanne hadn't been such a Trump, uh, supporter, she might not have been fired. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, because immediately following that, Samantha B, well, she calls Ivanka uh, Trump a cunt. Uh, you're not supposed to do that. Uh, that's misogynist or, you know, hateful towards women and all that. Well, she got all kinds of support from Sally Field and Minnie Driver. Uh, boy, oh, that's great. And, uh, but of course, uh, there was never any uh, discussion, apparently, of her being fired. Um, even though it wouldn't have been a big loss for TBS because. Her ratings stink, but uh, she kept her job. And then I keep going back to Joy Reid, who is actually kind of separate from all of this in that she's not an entertainer. She's part of a news program, and she blatantly lied. I mean, first off, she was caught with all these uh, views about homosexuals uh, and uh, Jews, and and she immediately lies about it and says, oh, I must have been hacked. Uh, that's not me. I don't think, you know, that, I mean, so on top of her, uh, racist and uh, homophobic beliefs uh, compounded on by her, her lying about it, she's not fit to be hosting a news program or to be a part of a news organization. Not fired. Not fired. So, how about that? So, we get to James Gunn, who was, has been elevated in stature in Hollywood because of his success with these Marvel movies, which Marvel, uh, the superhero movies, dominate 
the movie industry right now. They're the most successful. That they're what's making the money. Uh, other movies and genres just aren't even close to it. Uh, not even Star Wars, which should have been close, but uh, boy, did they poop the bed. But that's another story. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but he uh, went off on the, the, these pedophile jokes, and there were so many. And uh, had there been one or two, and say, oh well, he's you know he would you know get him to apologize. And, yeah, I you know I'm ashamed I did that. I thought it was funny at the time. I I understand better. I've grown and I've evolved and changed and blah blah blah. Whatever you got to do. And considering that, unless there's somewhere in those ten thousand tweets <laughs> again, I keep going back to Zay. He hasn't done it recently, uh, but then I don't really know that. Um, they might have skated by. Uh, Disney has the problem of being Disney is built on the idea of family entertainment and for children primarily. And here you have a guy uh, mocking the most horrible thing that can happen to a child uh, outside of death. And um, so it, they're in this position where I, you know, even though I, you know, I'm a strong guy for uh, free speech and the principle of it, and uh, I might slap you around, but I'm not necessarily going to fire you per se. Uh, yeah, I think they had to do it um, because you, you you weigh out the brand or what have you. They could have done nothing. And a lot of this stuff does die down. It would follow him around. It's going to follow him around no matter what. Um, and uh, a lot of people were blaming this on Mike Cernovich, who's his right wing guy. And he's in for the gladiatorial contest between political people. And so this is done constantly to the right. So when he got a shot to do it to a lefty like uh, James Gunn, he went for it. And I mean, you can cry about Cernovich and his like all you want. But ultimately, he's pretty much irrelevant to this because James Gunn gave him the rope that he hung him with. So that's that's what you're going to do. And James Gunn puts himself out there to do this sort of thing. Back when uh, Laura Ingram was in trouble over uh, uh, David Hogg, uh, the kid from the Florida high school shooting, uh, you know, calling him whiny. Uh, the, the people wanted her fired and all this stuff and wanted her out. And James Gunn piled on. He said, uh, what did he say here? He said, I'm, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to season two of Handmaid's Tale. So I hope Hulu stops advertising on the Aunt Lydia show. Uh, I mean, on the Laura Ingram show. So I can watch it. Online bullying and shaming of teenagers should not be supported by Hulu. Let them know. Yeah, this from a guy who, yeah, you know. So, yeah, this will bite you on the ass when you do stuff like that. And, oh, you you, you want him uh, fired and all that. And so now it's come to him and he's fired. Now, a lot of his friends and actors who are in the movies are saying, oh, rehire him. This is ridiculous. And uh, Dave Batista was, you know, he played uh, Drax, the, the bald green guy with the red tattoos or whatever that is. <laughs> In the Guardians movie, um, <clears throat> he said that, you know, if we don't put a stop to this, the Internet Nazis are going to take us all down. Uh, he's got a point. Uh, that's true. Uh, but in this case, boy, that is a lot. So it's a lot of jokes. It isn't just one. It's not really comparable to Roseanne. But Roseanne will not get any support from these people. And yet it's the same situation. And that they're describing it as that it was a, it was a joke. You can say it's a bad joke. You didn't like the joke. You you can say you don't like it and all that sort of thing. 
uh, to outright fire her and devastate a show that was a big winner for ABC was really uh, foolish. So you let the audience decide. So uh, would you keep James Gunn on uh, by the to go ahead and make the the Guardians three movie, and you do you gauge it based on that to see whether or not uh, you know the, the people forgive uh, his stupid you know uh, disgusting jokes, and I I guess you could well we'll never know because they've made the decision they're not going to rehire him. There's people putting a petition out and all that. Uh, pedophilia is something that's, uh, it, it, it should scare you. It should horrify you. You know, it's going to be there. There are plenty of things that are horrific that people do joke about. Uh, I'm a fan of Jim Norton. He does a character called Uncle Paul, who is, he's a pedophile. That's who Uncle Paul is. And it, it's all about how creepy and disgusting Uncle Paul is. Uh, there's a family guy where they are the old creepy old neighbor who's obsessed with Chris, uh, you know, Peter's son, uh, clearly a pedophile. In fact, I think Meg at one episode actually said, Hey, he's that creepy old pedophile. And, and so that's there. It, it's, it, so there's parameters of humor that can come out of something that's horrible and monstrous, uh, and sick and evil. Um, and of course there's, you know, Mel Brooks making fun of Hitler and, and all that sort of thing. And you say, well, isn't that crossing a line because it, it takes away the horror of it? I, no, it really doesn't because it's always horrific. It's always monstrous. Um, but in the, in the details of what, uh, James Gunn did, like I said, what's the punchline here? What, what, where is he going with this? And he just says it because, Hey, isn't that shocking? Um, yeah, I guess. Um, but. Yeah, boy, I, and then he just, I don't know, forgot, I guess, because this stuff is just sitting there. And uh, so he deleted. So there's been a lot of, of Twitter deleting going on. Interestingly enough, Ryan Johnson, the director of The Last Jedi, easily the worst Star Wars product ever produced. And I'm including the holiday special and even that shitty Ewok movie. <laughs> because because <laughs> they're just stupid. But this movie was just enraging. Uh, all of a sudden, he deleted 20,000 tweets. So what was that? I mean, he's been an a-hole towards Star Wars fans who are critical of his film and stuff. Um, but uh, I, don't, I didn't know that he really needed to delete any of that. But uh, uh, but 20,000 of it, it couldn't be all that, was it? I don't know. And then we come to Dave Harmon of Rick and Morty cartoon fame, who, uh, boy, uh, he went a step beyond uh, James Gunn. Uh, he did these uh, videos in his early days trying to break in and uh, did a parody, apparently, of Dexter, the TV series about the uh, serial killer Dexter. And the, the idea behind the joke was that, is it a good idea to make a sympathetic serial killer uh, in a series? So he does it. Well, what if you had a series about a pedophile? So here was the character called Daryl. And uh, so he demonstrates this, though. So you could have just stated it, <laughs> but uh, the idea was to make a video. So uh, he literally shows himself <sighs> raping an infant doll. Now it's a lifelike looking infant doll, but uh, yeah, he's he, he's he takes his pants off and gets on top of the yeah. Um, so, uh, well, Dexter looked like Dexter was killing people in the show. So, uh, 
Jeez. Um, there's got to be another joke. <laughs> I, I So, um, there, I don't know what era of time and rhymes as well. I don't like it. It's disgusting, but he's doing a dumb joke and let's move on. Um, cause, uh, it, in the recent times here, it, there's been the movie, uh, an open secret, which is about these people who were doing, uh, uh, I guess, uh, child actor, uh, talent agencies and, uh, they ended up raping, uh, these boys. And, uh, it's not just rumors or anything. No, these people got busted and, uh, they, they served time. Then when they got out, they went back to work in Hollywood. So there's Hollywood needs to realize you've got an enormous stain on your whole, uh, uh, community. Uh, and it's not just Harvey Weinstein, uh, this business of, of, of children being molested and, and, and raped and what have you. Uh, and then something like this comes along, could be just some guy who's into sick, uh, filthy humor and that's it. But in that town and on top of all this, it's, it's too much to ask. And so what's Disney to do? They're Disney. They're, they're going to have to fire him, which they did. As for Dan Harmon, I don't know what, what, <laughs> I mean, he's doing Rick and Morty or it was, I, I don't know what's the future of that for a cartoon network. But there again, there's a company uh, that's Time Warner now owned by AT&T. Uh, so that's a brand name they've got. <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is going out. Uh, that's a brand name that they've got to protect. So uh, it doesn't look good for Dan Harmon either, especially since his is probably a hundred times worse than the jokes, quote unquote, that uh, James Gunn engaged in, where this guy actually depicts it. Um, plus, if you ever paid attention to Dan Harmon, he's completely insane. Uh, so there is that aspect to get it where these guys don't initially understand just how bad this is going to go over, um, uh, overall. And, uh, companies uh, like Warner Brothers and Disney and whatnot, they want to expand that market as much as possible. Otherwise, they don't survive. So you can't just play to your artsy fartsy crowd who are going to get it or what have you for these type of things. Uh, but there again, when you're just doing it for your artsy fartsy crowd, and then you get a bigger gig later on, uh, do you, uh, cut a guy's head off for something he did, uh, stupid years ago. And my initial uh, response is no, but it depends on exactly what it is. Um, boy, I, you know, cause how can I make that work? How can I get across? No, no, no. Dan's a good guy. And well, you know, James Gunn, maybe, but there again, uh, it was more than one joke. And again, 10,000 tweets. <laughs> I just, well, what, what was that? <laughs> you know, um, but, uh, so there it is. And, uh, it's a tough thing, but I understand why Disney did what they did. And I probably would have done the same thing. Uh, but, uh, I guess not if it was just a handful of jokes. Uh, I probably wouldn't. I probably uh, demanded he make a statement and make some sort of uh, uh, you know apology and what have you, and uh, get back to work later. Uh, but uh, so I guess they were in that uh, really bad spot and had to act. Uh, so, but it is uh, the interesting thing of Roseanne, and there's no support for this, and the argument is clear. Uh, and the, the immediate response and support for James Gunn, he gets all the benefits. Uh, of Hollywood 
saying, oh, this was a terrible thing. He shouldn't have been fired and blah, blah, blah. It was just jokes. Get, get over it and all that. Well, that's strange. You can't get over uh, Roseanne. Oh, that's right. Roseanne supports Trump. And that's all it was. So uh, there's uh, there's not much to put into any kind of morality or, or, or honor from the Hollywood crowd. And I think uh, anyone, if you had any doubts about it, they should be uh, uh, in ashes by now. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Boy, that's all I could do. Uh, so we're back to... Uh, when it comes to free speech, if you don't support the principle, can you support the law? Of course, speech does have its consequences. If you're saying things I don't like, uh, I may not want to hang out with you. I mean, you can't make me hang out with you. Stay stuff like that. So, uh, there is the balance and people have to remain free to be able to choose those. And you argue it out as you will. Uh, we'll have to see where uh, James Gunn, uh, ends up. Um, but it, it, unless something further comes out that, oh, he may have actually been into this though, that's a different matter. If it, that's the case, then yeah, if he can't fly out, be locked up, then certainly you don't want anything to do with someone like that, uh, in, in the business or any business. I don't, you know, what happens to him? I don't care just as long as he's not around any kids. Uh, but unfortunately Hollywood has a bad record with that. There's Polanski and of course, uh, Victor Salva who did the Jeeper Creeper movie, uh, was convicted of raping a boy and, uh, they welcomed him back with open arms and just like the open secret movie, same thing. So, yeah, Hollywood is shit. <laughs> In conclusion, that's where we end up. But uh, 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 it's a it's a strange and uh, a sometimes uh, murky uh, 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 situation. Uh, but uh, more times than not, you, you kind of know where to go. Uh, so uh, Roseanne shouldn't have been fired. <laughs> James Gunn, it had to be. Um, I could say I, I don't think Santa Samantha B should have been fired, uh, and she wasn't. Uh, but there again, it, the argument being, oh, well, why not consistency? Well, Samantha B is on the left. Roseanne, uh, at this moment, is on the right. <laughs> that that can shift from time to time with Roseanne. Uh, but that's that's the deal. Now, that's why Roseanne is immediately fired, and there's no support for her whatsoever except for people on the right and Trump supporters and that sort of thing. Uh, and Samantha B gets a free ride. Joy Reid, who should be fired because she lied, and that's uh, would violate the, the deal of a journalistic in, endeavor. Um, and she's lying to her company. Uh, so there's that, uh, which is a separate issue out of this. And uh, then there's James Gunn, uh, primarily because of the number, the amount of those jokes puts him in a different state than Roseanne was. And uh, so there you are. All right, up next, uh, some bits, Nelson News and uh, Bubble Star Guy. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. like the sound of my voice yes you know you do and you want to hear it in the best way possible so why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from tweaked audio key features include eight colors and styles mic'd and non-mic'd versions designed to sound great for music and talk noise reducing design with a lifetime warranty so head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code mr nelson at checkout for 33 percent off and free worldwide shipping that's mr nelson M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. <laughs> 
Do you know that if the 46 million boxes of X-Lax that were used in America alone last year were piled one on top of the other, they would reach more than 116 times higher than Mount Fujiyama, the highest mountain in Japan? What an amazing record for one product to achieve. Or should we say, what an amazing product to achieve that record. Either way, there are good reasons for it. To begin with, X-Lax is as mild and gentle as a laxative should be. And yet, for all its mildness, it is thoroughly and completely effective. Then, too, X-Lax is so delightful to take. It tastes like the finest, most delicious chocolate. It is this rare combination of qualities that has made X-Lax the largest seller in the whole wide world. So when you or any member of your family needs a laxative, won't you try X-Lax and find out just how good, how pleasant it is, and how inexpensive, too? It is only 10 cents a box at any drugstore. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Transgender prisoner accused of sexually assaulting four women inmates in United Kingdom. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. An imprisoned transgender woman allegedly assaulted four female inmates in a prison prison, the Daily Mail reported. The inmates have accused Karen White, who had been living as a woman for two years on four counts of sexual touching. The inmates have accused Karen White, who had been living as a woman for two years on four counts of sexual touching. White was born a male and has not had reassignment surgery. The assaults are believed to have occurred between September and November. Authorities moved White to a men's prison following the accusations. White is expected to appear in court next month, according to BBC News. A judge sent the 51-year-old transgender to Newhall Prison in Wakefield, West Yorkshire, last year. The first assault allegedly occurred soon after White arrived at the high-security prison. The first victim claimed to have become friends with White before the attack. Another prisoner alleged that White made inappropriate comments about oral slacks to another inmate. The third victim claimed White attacked her, and the fourth victim accused the transgender prisoner of kissing her on the neck. British transgenders can legally change their gender on their birth certificate if they have a medical diagnosis of gender dysphoria, and they have lived as their preferred gender for at least two years. Judges most often use such criteria to determine whether to send a transgender inmate to a male or female prison. In March 2017, England and Wales housed 125 transgender prisoners up from 70 during the prior year. In 1999, transgender prisoners won the right to have gender surgery in the UK. And well, there's the deal. This should probably be a post-op uh, ordeal, you know? I mean, if you're gonna commit to the bit, Snip, snip. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Say, gang, why not help out the Mr. Nelson Show by hopping on over to my Selfie store at selfie.com slash Nelson, where you can visit the Nelson Theater. Yes, there's plenty of my poor man mystery science theater of crappy old movies just for you. Full movies, $1.75. Short films, $0.90. Cents. It's like watching a movie with me. 
such as Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe, Chapter 2. Yes, in Chapter 2, Lean pouts and feels sorry for himself while Flash and his gang go hiking in the mountains. <laughs> what more do you want? Warning, due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. But it also includes inappropriate laugh tracks and cartoon sound effects along with my smart-ass commentary. So what are you waiting for? Head over to selfie.com slash Nelson, that's Nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N, yes, it's just that simple, and you can find Flash Gordon along with all the other goodies for you. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's time for A Moment with Red Neckerton. Hey, in case you didn't know, I deal in politics on the right. I don't never go to the wrong side. So uh, there's quite a few commentators that I like, and I, I, I look them up and follow them on the social media and whatnot, but... Every now and then, some of them go rogue. Case in point, Tommy Lauren. Come on now. What the hell? Tommy Lauren used up Glenn Beck until he gave her the boot. Now I'm beginning to understand why. Tommy Lauren positions herself as some kind of conservative's voice for younger people and whatnot, but... She is not pro-life. How can you be on the right side when you ain't even pro-life? You think killing babies is cool and hip and happening? Well, I guess then you deserve to be in company with crazy leftist weirdos like Michelle Wolf. Good God, that laughing, cackling creature who thinks it's funny killing babies. Yeah, that's the kind of company you want to keep, Lauren, then you are on the list. Oh, man. Why, oh, why do people follow and listen to people like Tommy Lauren? I mean, just look at, um, uh, my God, she's, she's so pretty. God damn, that is, that is one gorgeous woman. Um. But, uh, anyway, uh, what was I talking about? This has been A Moment with Red Neckerton. You can hear Red Neckerton frequently as a co-host on the Mr. Nelson Show on RadioMisfits.com. New episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Uh, hey, that's some snazzy-looking shirt you're wearing. Where'd you get that? Ah, I, I got it at the Mr. Nelson's door. Mr. Nelson's door? Where that is? Ah, you, you go to zazzle.com slash the underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. Hey, it's just that simple. <laughs> Oh, man, that sounds pretty cool. What else can you get there? 
Oh, hats and mugs, and it's got all kinds of Nelson art on it, from the Nelson Show, and old Bob Levy Show, and, uh, and even, he got shirts like, uh, this stupid alien telling nobody built the pyramids. <laughs> oh, what's this one? Oh, that's episode eight. That refers to that nasty Star Wars movie everybody hates. Oh, man, I hate it, too, and I want everyone to know it. All you gotta do is get that shirt and you can let them know. Oh, man. Oh, look at all this. Who's that? It's Night Night. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're Night Night and uh, Rob Saul, whoever that is, right? All that kind of stuff and more from Mr. Nelson. You can find it at the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. <laughs> Oh, man, I don't want to be the only one who doesn't have it. No, you don't. Better get over there right now. Yeah. That's right, friends. Head over to Zezzle.com slash the underscore MR underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. Yes, it's just that simple. Ah, Mr. Smith, what seems to be the problem here? Well, uh, uh, it's just hemorrhoidal flare-up, Doctor. I, it's getting to the point where I can't sit down and I can't even walk. I mean, the pain... Well, you're in luck. There's a brand new remedy for just such a situation as yours. It's called Icy Hole. Icy Hole? Yes, go ahead and pull your pants down. I'll demonstrate. All right. Yeah, you'll feel the cooling, pain-relieving sensation of Icy Hole. Wow, I can't believe how fast it is. I can't believe you still think I'm a doctor. Huh? Icy Hole, available at Walgreens, CVS, and Walmart Pharmacies. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show, here on RadioMisfits.com. Space opera adventure like no other. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Previously on Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol, Bubba and his shuttle crew of Lieutenant Ludi, Dr. Hatfield, and Deputy Tag, along with the robot form of PAL-9000, finally gain entry into the mysterious asteroid-based laboratory of the mysterious Dr. Moronicus. There they found the base apparently engulfed in poisonous gas and strange growling noises. Oh, man, there's something in there. And it's obviously destroyed Pile 9000. Yeah, what are we going to do? Let's just leave. Wait, wait, what? No, we have a duty to complete our mission, damn it, which is simply to locate Dr. Moronicus and rescue him and his work. And failing to do that, our secondary mission is to destroy this place so it doesn't fall into the wrong hands. All right, well, you heard the lady, uh, Deputy Tag. Get those explosive charges out so we can incinerate this place. No! Damn it, Bubba! We're supposed to locate Dr. Moronicus. If we can't find him, then we blow up the base! Well, I don't see him anywhere, do you, Looney? So, uh, let's just blow the place Hello? up and get the Hello? hell out. Are you hearing me? Please, please respond. Uh, holy crap! Hello? It sounds like grease! Oh, crap. This is Lieutenant Ludi of the Uranus Patrol. 
Please give us your location. Oh, Uranus Patrol, thank God. Uh, yes, we are located in the main lab. It's an A1A. Oh, well, hey, that really narrows it down, huh? Yeah, it's right here on the station map. Oh, <laughs> now wait a minute. Uh, according to that map there, uh, this lab is located down several hallways and turns, and uh, uh, that's a long ways to go uh, walking through that, uh, you know, that fog of toxic gas and with God knows what's in it. Exactly right, Deputy Tag, and that's why you're going to have your weapon on full power and take point. Well, let's go. And soon, our heroes of the Uranus Patrol do indeed walk forth through the toxic haze hanging through the hallways of Dr. Maronicus's asteroid base. Oh, man. It's like dead bodies littered all over the floor. It's really horrible. Oh, God, it looks like something's been feeding on them. There's pieces of them missing. Oh. God damn it, Deputy Tag, shut up about that! Or you're gonna make me sick and I'll throw up in my helmet. I don't wanna do that. Yeah, sorry, Cat, my oh oh damn it, I, I I stepped in this guy's guts, they're just hanging out. Oh no, jeez. Oh, don't <laughs> oh, oh damn it, I puked all over my face mask! I can't see shit! Oh, oh, God, the smell. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, Bubba. Damn it, Looney. We gotta get him in that lab quick. He can't take his helmet all right here. Yeah, the toxic fumes will kill him. I know, I know. Let's go. Come on. Oh, man. I can't help but feel this is somehow all my fault. <laughs> it is your fault, dumbass. <laughs> what the hell is that? Oh, no. it's like it's coming from everywhere. Oh, man, I can't see shit in this haze. Oh my god, Dad! It's right behind you! Uh, oh man! Uh, what do I do? You shoot it, you idiot! Uh, uh, oh yeah! <laughs> Get the, gotta get that helmet off of <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh man. You notice that, that creature? It was wearing a, a uniform jumpsuit. What's that about? Because that creature, as you referred to him, was a member of my staff. Now, would you mind explaining why you all murdered it? <sighs> Dr. Maronicus, I presume. Lenny, is, is that you? Uh, uh, yeah, Grace, it's me. I wasn't sure you'd remember me. It sure is good to see you. Oh, Lenny, how could I forget you? Excuse me, Ted, why are you holding my wife's hand? <laughs> wife? Oh, uh, that's right, Lenny. Uh, Dr. Maronicus and I, well, uh, we got married. Oh, no. What a horrific heartbreak for Dr. Lenny Booz Hatfield. Say, what's going on at this crazy space station anyway? Well, you'll just have to tune in to another exciting episode of Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Patrol! 
Lobos Nargon, and the Uranus Patrol is written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Drunk driver runs back to burning car to light his cigarette. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A man whose car burst into flames decided to use the fire to light a cigarette, according to police in California. Amy Walker of California Highway Patrol said that 25-year-old Robert Quigley drove between 75 and 80 miles per hour when he rear-ended an SUV which was stopped in traffic. A police officer who saw the accident unfold turned around in traffic to help. As he did so, he saw Quigley switch seats with his passenger. Quigley later admitted to the officer that he was behind the wheel at the time of the accident. Quigley's car then burst into flame. A witness told officers that Quigley, who was shirtless, got out of the vehicle before running back to his burning car to light his cigarette. Quigley told the officer at the scene, yeah, I'm not afraid of fire. I deal with this kind of stuff all the time. Quigley suffered an injury to the neck from the seatbelt. No one else was hurt in the crash. Quigley was arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence. At press time, no word yet on whether or not Quigley's familiarity with fire had anything to do with the profession of being a firefighter. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. begin with, X-Lax is as mild and gentle as a laxative should be, and yet for all its mildness, it is thoroughly and completely effective. Then too, X-Lax is so delightful to take. It tastes like the finest, most delicious chocolate. It is this rare combination of qualities that has made X-Lax the largest seller in the whole wide world. So when you or any member of your family needs a laxative, won't you try X-Lax and find out just how good, how pleasant it is, and how inexpensive, too? It is only 10 cents a box at any drugstore. <laughs> 